Hi, my name's Sophie Medlin. I'm the head of nutrition research at Heights, and I'm here this week to answer your most pressing questions about supplements and tell you what you need to know. Starting at the beginning, what are supplements? In this context, I'm talking about vitamin and mineral preparations that we take alongside our diet to ensure that in combination, our nutritional needs are being met. I'm not for the purposes of this podcast talking about protein shakes or herbal preparations. That is a conversation for another day. I'm often asked if everyone needs to take supplements. And the simple answer is no. If you consume a varied and balanced diet on a daily basis and you don't smoke or drink too much alcohol or expose yourself to excess pollutants and you get enough sunshine but not too much and you're not pregnant trying to get pregnant breastfeeding, if you're not an infant, an elderly person or an athlete or a person who's cut out food groups for ethical or allergy reasons, a person who has an illness or a gut disorder or someone who struggles with a poor appetite, then no, you don't need supplements. So while there are lots of people who don't need supplements, there are lots of people who do. That said, a supplement is no substitute for a balanced diet and a healthy lifestyle. It doesn't matter how many pills you pop, if you're still taking drugs, drinking too much, doing too much exercise or neglecting your diet, you'll still suffer from the ill effects of your lifestyle. It's also worth noting that even if you took all the vitamins and plant compounds combined in an apple, for example you still wouldn't get the fibre or the benefit of the nutrients interacting in their natural form. So food is always preferable to pills. Another question I get asked all the time is, do supplements work? And the answer would always be, it depends what you're expecting them to do. As a dietitian who spent many years in the NHS and one who works week on week with people who suffer from nutritional deficiencies due to bowel problems or as a result of surgery, I've always prescribed nutritional supplements and they always work to correct nutritional deficiencies. That is an accepted truth within medicine. Sometimes I think what people are really asking me is if they work to solve their problems or cure all their ills. The answer to that is probably not. Unless a supplement has been specifically designed to solve a particular problem for a particular patient group, you're sort of stabbing in the dark in terms of using it to try and have the effect you might desire. Unfortunately, the supplement industry is only too keen to prey on people's lack of understanding and knowledge of supplements. Anyone can make one, anyone at all. If you're a celebrity or an influencer, you could go to a vitamin manufacturer and ask them to knock up anything you fancy and they'll be only too happy to oblige. There are rudimentary checks, but it's still commonplace to see supplements with nutrients that compete for absorption, doses above the safe upper limit, and nutrients in doses that don't work at all. We also see nutrients in capsules that won't deliver to their site where they're absorbed in the bowel, or presented as patches or sprays when we don't know if those nutrients can be absorbed sublingually or transdermally. So with all that considered, how are you supposed to choose a supplement safely? I've got a six-point plan for this. The first thing to look for is, are they making illegal health or nutrition claims or any claims that sound too good to be true? If so, they're trying too hard to sell you something that is a lie. There are strict regulations and laws around what you can and can't say about supplements. And while we could all check them on the EFSA website, it's not always that accessible. So just be aware that if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Number two, has the product been developed by credible people? Look on their website to see who the healthcare professionals on their team are. Are they qualified dietitians or registered nutritionists? If you can't see the company shouting about their scientists, it's probably because there aren't any. Number three, does their science stand up to basic scrutiny? Check out examine.com for a great summary of nutrition evidence on almost everything. 
Number four, is the supplement mostly filler? For example, bulking agents like maltodextrin or even things like talc and waxes and gums. In the case of a gummy, is the first ingredient sugar or sweetener? Companies who don't care too much about the nutritional quality of the ingredients will try and pack out a pill with cheap fillers rather than investing more in more active ingredients within the product that may be of benefit to you. Number five, can the company prove that their presentation, for example, patch, spray or pill, is optimal for delivering the nutrients to where they're absorbed in the body? If they can prove it, they'll certainly be telling you somewhere on the website. And six, has there been some third party or external or even internal validating and testing that the products do what they say they do and that they do contain what is in the label? Again, if companies are doing this, they will be shouting about it. If your product is ticking all the six boxes above, then potentially you've found yourself a decent product. That's it for today. Check us out on socials. We're at Your Heights Everywhere and I'm at Sophie Dietitian Everywhere. You can check out our amazing reviews on Trustpilot. And if you've had a great experience with Heights, please do leave us a review as well. We want everyone to feel their best. <laughs>